everybody, and welcome back to Come Play Podcast, episode 19. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Porzingis trade. We're going to do uh, some Super Bowl prop bets and talk about old video games that we used to play as kids. Uh, everybody is here oh. today. Already. <laughs> we're, yo, it, we're, we're, we're 15 seconds in. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Did you drop I, your phone? No, it wasn't my phone, but I just want to let you know I cannot help the force of gravity, Tyler. Uh, yeah, oh, I love it's it. always friendly. I love it. I love 15 it. 15 fucking seconds in. All right. Um, <laughs> hot start. We're going to move on here. Uh, Zach's thought of the week. Let's follow. Let's go. All right. Zach's thought of the week. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you guys for accommodating my drunken escapades last night and <laughs> allowing time, me buddy. to sleep in for an extra hour. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> sir. <laughs> um, let's get right into the thought of the week. Um, if whenever you had sex, an item He's vanished. He's not even going to be able to get this out. <laughs> an item vanished. Like every time you do it, an item vanishes. How often would you risk it? Like an item oh, that you own uh, just gone. Jeez, um, that's a really good question. Damn. Oh man. I, man, I worked hard for all these things. All right. So if it was me, I'd buy like fifty thousand pencils <laughs> just to increase the chances. <laughs> or get a bunch of those, like uh, those Thai babies or whatever they're called. Oh, my God. So could it be one of those things where it's like it could be literally anything? So you're you're having sex and all of a sudden the condom disappears, like <laughs> like in the middle of it. Like could that be a thing? I mean, yeah. I guess that's possible. Yeah, but I, I like the idea of the fifty thousand pencils. Uh, I'd probably go with that route. Just buy like a bunch of useless shit. But just also really knowing cheap, me, useless shit, or you just like went to. Or what? I don't know. One of those office supply stores and just bought like a bunch of paper. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, you no, know, Ty, Ty I, worked. I work at Staples. I can hit you right. up. Well, I was gonna say, like, you work at Staples. If I come in and say, "Hey, I want fifty thousand pencils," are you gonna hook me up? I mean, I'm pretty sure it'd be better to go to paper route. It would cost you less money. But so, yeah. so how much would fifty thousand pencils cost? Now, I'm curious. Uh What's your typical know. what's your typical pack of pencils? Let me do a quick Google search on well, that. Yeah, Google search this. <laughs> so no, 12, but I like twelve pencils, probably like two or three bucks. So you know you can do the math because I really don't feel like 50, it. But 50, I, what 000. I what I can tell you is like five thousand sheets of paper is like like forty fifty bucks. I'm just saying I don't want to spend like thirty thousand dollars to have sex. Is that yeah, exactly. What that is? <laughs> so sounds, yeah. so what's the what's the one thing you'd probably be pissed off the most that would disappear? I mean, like my Xbox. My Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's my answer. Too. Well, because like your your car could be gone. Like the morning. Oh, the morning. oh like, yeah. Like, oh, think about yeah. that. Like your car. I mean, but like, I mean, there's a loophole there because you know I don't own my car. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't technically own my car. Well, I don't technically own mine either, but like I act like I do. Well, I mean, yeah, I, do. I, I still pay, but I don't. Oh wait, know actually, that. no. I technically do on it because I pay the bills. On so, it. what defines <laughs> owning something is the new it, question. Are you are you on the registration? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, what about just something you bought? Like, I bought these headphones, but they're not legally bound to me. Well, no, I'm just saying for a car, like anything, like I mean, you know, like I, I honestly, probably the biggest thing for me is my phone. <laughs> so, like. That would suck. That would really suck. No. Uh, 
Yeah, the problem the problem is my luck is so bad. I'd buy fifty thousand sheets of paper, like to increase my chances, and it still wouldn't matter. Like all the stuff I actually want <laughs> would be taken. Yeah, I mean, I it, answer the question though. How much would I risk it? I mean, I, one no matter what, I'm gonna do the uh, the increased odd pot kind of thing. I'll just stack the pot with the useless pencils, but. Uh, I, I well, I will say one thing. I think we're all in agreement here that we're not trying to give sex away. Like we're not trying to like give it up. No, we're just I, trying, no. We're trying to find loopholes to to yeah. go about it. Though, I mean, listen, it's not bad for me because I don't get laid anyway. But <laughs> listen, we're all card players here, right? So we're all about you know taking risk and taking the odds. So we're we're we're, we're all we're doing right now is we're playing with the cards that were dealt, right? It's a terrible situation for everybody, <laughs> but we're going to make the most of it. Uh, I probably have like just the really scheduled sessions. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. That brings up another question I have. Okay. So every time, like before you have sex, every time oh, you got to go to Staples and buy a pack of pencils, but like something might disappear, including the pencils. It's like, would you still do it? You have to buy a pack every time. At that point, I'm just jumping out the window. Like that, at, that, at that point, it's just too much. <laughs> and I don't want to live without either. Can I stock up for the next few times? Uh, no, you have to buy one pack. Because <sighs> like, eventually, eventually you'll end up with like 10,000 pencils. But well, yeah, like, but then there's, there's, there's not as much of a guarantee of Thank of God for Amazon going. drones, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, babe. I have so much 30 minutes. God damn it. I have like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. No, nah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, I'm risking it. Oh yeah, yeah there's I'd, no doubt I'm still risking it, but the I'll question risk. is how often. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm sh- still trying to find a loophole over here, but I'm struggling. No loopholes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, you were probably looking at a severe reduction <laughs> in the amount of sessions. Like, uh, okay, so, we'll say we'll say on. that you can't lose your house or car. So what we're happens? We're still like, if I, talking what about what happens if I masturbate though. Well, you can still do that all you want. It's not sex. Uh, well, I know, but it's like, do you lose half of something? You well, if you're moving that, out tomorrow. That, <laughs> like that Willy Wonka room. Um, so, <laughs> I'm going to go with no on that one. <laughs> That's a no, Chief. Chief uh, called. He said no. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm... Um... I'm still risking. I, I, there's no I, way. I just, I, like, I, I, I don't know. No way. Is it like... Is it like once a week you're moving to an L? Is that what you're moving yeah. to now? Th- that's that's still probably too much. If you're doing that once a week for a whole year, that's still 52 sessions and 52 chances of things being yeah. gone. <laughs> that's a lot. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Do you uh, not know how many weeks are in a year? <laughs> no, I know. But when you put it like that, it's crazy. Put it with the simple math that you probably could have done yourself when you said like, that I'm, sentence I'm, out loud. I'm looking, well, shut the fuck up. I'm looking around <laughs> my room and I'm like, you know. You, what can you, I possibly lose? What you're, well, you're, one shoe. You're in a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what sucks for you is that, like, you know, I've, I've, you know, been in your room and you have like all these insane sports memorabilia and all yeah. these. Like, you can lose that shit. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's a risk. So for yeah. sure, it's, it's a big. One. I mean, I, you know, I also, have, I, I have like, here. I have double the chance because I have an Xbox One and a PS4. <laughs> So like I I I'm in deep shit here. You don't, you know God is gonna fuck with you when the first two sessions you lose both. 
<laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> like at that point, God's just fucking with you. Uh, no, nah, I'm still risking it, and I'll probably. I'm cross- risking. I'll say. Uh, yeah, I'm I'll say every, it, I'll say every other like week. With, I'm risking it, but like with a reduction. Yeah, every, absolutely. I, I, yeah, every other. That's a lot of. Mm, I don't that's know. 26. About. 20, 26. 26 that's still fucking a lot, man. That is still a lot, but that's <laughs> definitely less than 52. All right, everybody, you know, let's go to Staples. We can use yep, my discount. All right. 10%. It's the only way they're staying in business. <laughs> 10% discount, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, here's yeah. the new question in. Is a pack of paper one thing or 500 things? <laughs> that, was what I was gonna, that, that is what I was going to if You, you have if to you open, open the pack. I, I, I was going to say, if you, if you open it, it's probably a bunch of things. No, you have to open it and you literally have to lay it all over the floor in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask earlier because I'm looking at here. I have post-it notes. There's probably like 300 post-it notes here. Yeah. One thing or 300 things. Yeah, but they're well, yeah, stuck but, together. Yeah, but then it's like after you have sex, you like you walk around the, the living room or kitchen or whatever you're like you're like okay what disappeared you're like tiptoeing trying to figure it out it's like a, a pair of scissors that you forgot you had so because <laughs> yep. that, that's gonna drive you crazy because like i don't know what it is also <laughs> like, oh, you're like, like where the fuck are those scissors yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh right four weeks ago right see, see this is this is, weeks, a, wow. this is a question because i have i collect sports cards so i have thousands upon thousands of cards is they're one in the pack card. One. No, but they're not in packs. So, is there any sports card that, like, if you lost, you wouldn't really care too much? Oh, there's a lot of sports cards. Yeah, you open a you open a pack and you get like six. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm I was just wondering, like, if there's some like he just kept around just to have oh, or whatever. So he's got some random Buffalo player that he. Doesn't oh no, I mean, most of my cards are just random, like non valuable cards. But there is cards that I have that are. Of value that, like, if I lost, I mean, I wouldn't be devastated, but I'd be pissed off. But right. yeah, I mean, but I like, I, I have, a f- I would say, I have a few thousand sports cards, so I guess that is one a piece. So yeah, maybe I'm better. Yeah, like, so like, if, let's say you buy a pack. If that pack is not open, that counts as one item. So you would lose that in in, in this scenario. If the pack is open and the cards are spread out, you'll lose one card because they're each individual things that's how i take it and the same goes for the post-it notes you'll lose a pack of post-it notes and the same thing goes with a piece with a stack of paper if you keep the stack of printer paper in the in the, the bag then that counts as one item if you open the bag i think that that's one per so yeah, we have way too much time on our hands to talk yeah that was a good question um <laughs> all right Let's uh all right, let's, let's move on, on. i think let's... we've all decided we do it like yeah and we suck at this <laughs> yep um so we're gonna move on to our sports news here uh we don't have any video game topics this week but there was a lot of you know a lot of sports topics this week probably the biggest one uh coming yesterday uh in the nba chris apps porzingis uh gets traded from the new york knicks to the dallas mavericks um this was a uh uh, i'll say this this was weird because I, i i seen a um a article on my phone i think it was like maybe 12 or one o'clock that was like porzingis concerned about next direction and then by like three o'clock he was traded i was like uh okay i guess the meeting didn't go well like (laughs) uh, like i'm like but apparently he did ask for a trade where are we Um, going not with you all right cool see you (laughs) uh and you know it's just and it's also crazy like for a star player like him like how he got traded that 
quickly. Anyway, um, yeah, he uh, he wanted out, and, and this trade is really funny on many levels, and I'll say why. So yeah, so the Chris Stapps goes to the Knicks, um, in exchange for <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr., who they should have drafted. Uh, that's the funny part of this. Like they get the guy that everybody said they should have drafted. They trade for him. They get two first-round picks, uh, unprotected. Two future first-round picks, I should say, that are unprotected, along with uh, Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, um, and I want to say there was somebody else that I don't see. You said DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, and there's. I thought there was one other older player. I might be tripping though. Um, And then uh, the New York Knicks gave obviously Przingis. Uh, They also traded uh, Trey Burke. Tim Hardaway Jr., two Michigan guys there on the move, and then Courtney Lee uh, goes to the Mavericks as well. Um, yeah, this this is a uh, like I said, this was kind of to me out of left field. All of a sudden, um, I see this article, like I said, about the meeting, and then he's gone within hours. Uh, boy, you you say it's out of left field. I say like someone like threw like a ball back from the stands. Like that's how. <laughs> far out it was well i mean i know you know i mean obviously uh Przingis is still dealing or you know treating the acl injury so um you know he's still got a, a kind of a ways to go and you know the other thing about it is he is a free agent after the season so um does he stay with the Mavs? You don't know. But now, you know, obviously, you know, anytime a trade happens uh, where a star player goes, the, the team the star player gets to goes to automatically is so talked about, about, you know, playoffs and championships and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, you know, the uh, Przingis is there now. Uh, Luka Donich obviously is there, um, you know. But I will say one thing. I think Dennis Smith Jr. is a you know, or, uh, is I I I honestly think he can be the next big thing. So him going back is kind of crazy. But I don't know, Brandy. Uh, off your like initial reaction, who do you so, think won this trade? Uh, I would definitely have to say the Mavericks. Uh, because quite honestly, if if you look at the New York Knicks right now, they are dead last in the NBA um, mm-hmm. at ten and forty. Um, and quite honestly, um. I would say before this trade, the uh, the Knicks were like in contention to get you know Zion Williamson, uh, but quite this is kind of funny. I actually feel like this makes them better for this season, but like not afterwards. Like it, it's not going to make them better uh, because let's be honest, DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews probably not, probably not going to stick around for the end of the, um, yeah. or, or for the end of the season. Yeah, but not for like they're not going to resign. Um, so. Quite honestly, it's basically just a trade uh, Chris Tops uh, for Dennis Smith Jr. and two first-round picks. That's all I got out of that. Right. Um, so the it all depends on what the two first-round picks turn out to be. I will say uh, it's a like really risky um, from uh, the Mavs perspective, though, because if you they're actually trading a lot of their first-round picks away. I'm not sure what years exactly. But well, I it didn't... just had futures. Well, well, so I don't, I, that might well, be I mean, something it, it will, it, Well, it'll be confirmed later, but I do know, like, they're trading away a lot of their f- future first, so, like, they're kind of going in high on the core that they have right now, which I'm not quite sure why. But uh, because uh, 
because the Atlanta Hawks actually own their first round pick next year. Uh, it's yep. protect. It's like I think it's top ten protected, so they probably won't get it. But like it'll it'll keep going up and up and up uh, until the Hawks eventually get it. Um, so if you know if they really believe in this, uh, you know, Porzing God guy, then you know hopefully it'll all work out. I will. I will say, um, you know, put him in the, uh, I guess, the power forward spot. You know, it 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 it, it would work out really well for him. And you know if the um, if the uh, let's see yeah if the if the Knicks are able to um, you know use their first round picks very well then you know it could work out for them as well. So I'd really have to say uh, first glance it looks like the Mavs are, are the winner because um, their playoff chances probably go up slightly, um, but in the long term maybe the Knicks. We'll see. I mean, the other thing that this does that everybody's talking about and a lot of people are giving flack for the Knicks is is that now they have the salary cap space in the offseason to um, get two max contracts um, with, you know, some big guys coming up in free agency, obviously KD, uh, Kyrie, um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of guys out there. So, um, yeah, so they have... They could potentially, I, I think they said potentially, you know, depending on, um, I, you know, I, I, to be honest, I don't know Wesley Matthews and DeAndre Jordan's contract off the top of my head, but they'll either be, you know, if they have one year left, they're not going to be resigned. And if they have more than one year, I'm sure they'll be bought out. <clears throat> um, oh, I'm sorry, right here. They're both expiring contracts. So, yeah, they, they will be gone. So, yeah, they'll have enough space for two max contracts, um, which is kind of the big thing that everybody's talking about. Um, but obviously, you know, you can have all that space and, and nobody, and, and now I know it's New York and, and that's a tempting place, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, you can talk about all the, the salary cap space you have, but until you use it, it's worthless. So we'll kind of have to see where they go with that. I will say, like I said, I think Dennis Smith Jr. is a hell of a player. It's just so ironic <laughs> that the, the Knicks traded for him after they, should have took him in the draft, um, and said they went. They shouldn't uh, have, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they went with Frank Nealakina, which you know he could still be a solid player, but uh, yeah, I mean the I think the the guy with the higher ceiling is uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Um, right, definitely. But it's just funny. But um, now the interesting thing about this as well is that there was a report that the Knicks reached out to the Pelicans. Um, for uh anthony davis but the the um excuse me the pelicans actually declined because they didn't want those steps so you know that's interesting because with our next topic here um yeah uh anthony davis had requested his trade earlier in the week uh which he actually got fined 50k for which obviously is nothing for him but uh he did get fined uh for requesting a trade uh, immediately the Pelicans said they have no intentions of trading him. Um, now, you know, the, the obvious, uh, destination that he would land is Los Angeles. Uh, the Lakers, um, teaming up with LeBron, uh, there's been, you know, a, a lot of talk about the prospects going back, possibly Lonzo, um, Kyle Kuzma, uh, 
Ingram. So there's a lot of guys going back. But yeah, it was just interesting that uh, they didn't want Chris Steps because, um, you know, I and I and I know maybe the, the thing about it is Chris Steps has been injury prone and that ACL injury he suffered, you know, is at a risk. But, you know, that's I, I don't know. In my opinion, like, I feel like that's a pretty big thing that just turned down like that. Like, I, like it, it, it sounded like the way I read it, that they weren't even entertaining it, the offer for it. Um, they just said they didn't want them. But whenever either way, they, whenever they find someone for like offering a trade or like publicly, you know, announcing something like that, it to me it comes off as the team saying, "Shh, we know we <laughs> suck." <laughs> well, I mean that's that's it's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of smoke. It's just saying I don't want to play for this shitty team anymore. Like, <laughs> I, it's it is it is a, the team has literally been Anthony Davis and nobody else. Yeah, like, I mean, like ever since he's been drafted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah at, some, at some point, players like that get tired of, of, of being on a team like that. Like it's it, it's it's always honorable to be, you know, a franchise player, the guy who, you know, you can only see in a Pelicans jersey. But when you're not winning and you got nobody else helping you and nobody on your back, I mean, nobody's, you know, no one's going to stay there. No yeah, one's going to stay there. It's like they're not even attempting to, like, build a team around him. They're just like him and then everyone else. It's actually okay to build a team around a star player like that, but you need at least somebody to help. Well, them. no, no, I'm saying I'm saying they're not even attempting to. Like, right, I know that's what I'm saying. Like it's not it, it, like so if the Pelicans like this, like, Anthony Davis realizes he's a star and he's like, okay, so cool, we get Anthony Davis. Now let's build the rest of the team. Right, that hasn't happened. Well, I mean, uh, the the thing that came up with this was the whole loyalty aspect of the NBA. Um. But I, I don't really buy it. I mean, look, I <clears throat> excuse me. I, I think I, I, I said in the in our chat that, you know, there is no loyalty, but I was not just talking about the players. I think GMs and stuff as well are just as, you know, are fall under that category, too. Um, yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis, you know, that, well, that's a that's an well, awesome then, player. Right yeah, there. like like, OK, so it's a GM's fault, too, but like. I'm just saying, like, oh, yeah, we need to, you know, build a team around Anthony Davis. Let's sign Solomon fucking Hill. Like, yeah. like that's not going to work. Yeah, no, and that's, yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they kind of made tries last year with uh, making the playoffs and then ended up beating Portland, uh, I believe it was, in the first round. But, you know, they're – and I will say this, too. And the NBA is different than any other leagues right now. And it's kind of dumb to think this way, but with the dynamic of the Golden State Warriors, you know, the the super team of the world, like it, the NBA is very different from other le- other leagues because there is a super team, like a super, super team um, that, you know, uh, teams kind of have to, you know, whenever, whenever you talk about a team, they're always compared to the Warriors and stuff like that. So like, you know, um, it's 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 a really interesting case. I mean, if I'm the Pelicans, you know he's he's on his last year of his deal. Um, there's no way he's resigning there. Uh, you're not winning the championship this year. You have you have to get rid of him. You have to get a trade for him. Like you cannot let him walk. It, it, you because he's not resigning there. He already said like he wants to play with the Lakers, with LeBron. Um, so it's big, but. Um, I do have some of the su- the uh, suitors here for him. Um, obviously, like I said, the big one is 
uh, the Lakers. Um, some of the guys, like I said, they have to offer. You got Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, um, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Mo Wagner was also mentioned just as a prospect. Josh Hart. So you know, the Lakers do have the the uh, prospects to um, trade for. Anthony Davis, and like I said, he's he, the the probable destination would be there. That's the place he prefers. Now, if he, you know, that also might mean that the Pelicans, if they do end up trading, send him somewhere else where he would be a rental. Because if yeah, if I could put a percentage on it, I'd probably say like seventy five percent he signs with the Lakers in the off season. But um. That's the one team. The other team uh, that was kind of high up mentioned is the Philadelphia 76ers. And as a Sixers fan, I don't – look, it's Anthony Davis at the end of the day, no but I, I really don't know why. I mean, you already got Jimmy Butler, um, you know, as the guy you got this year. Um, and uh, to be honest, I mean, you know – there's not really anybody that I would want to trade away besides Fultz um, that has any value. Which um, would no way be a one-for-one. One. No yeah. way. Well, I mean, you'd have to throw them from first-round picks, which is yeah. fine because the Sixers are a good team. But, I mean, I don't even think that gets it done. Like, you'd have to throw – like, I don't I, I don't think it's, you know, two first and Markel Fultz would – I don't think would do it or even really be close, to be no. honest. Um no. So there's really nobody else that I would kind of consider. So, um, you know, there's that. And then the Celtics, another team that was rumored. Uh, they have some, you know, some interesting pieces that they could uh, get rid of. Um, you know, uh, or pro- not, I shouldn't say get rid of, but prospects that they would, um, that the Pelicans would be interested in. Jalen Brown, um, you know, some of the guys that drove for this year, Robert Williams. Um, so. You know, uh, the, and then there is one other team I did want to mention, um, who is kind of coming as a dark horse, um, which is the Denver Nuggets. Uh, randomly, um, have been kind of rumored to be in talks or trying to be in talks because, like I said, the Pelicans are shutting everything down at this point. Uh, but again, I mean, it's if you're the Nuggets, do you want to give? Do you want to? You know. Unless they're giving up um, one of their top, you know, prospects, big guys, like they're not giving up Jokic, obviously, or or Jamal Murray for that point. So, is there anything else that the um, that the Pelicans would really want? But I don't know. I mean, where do you do you guys see him getting moved, and uh, if so, where? Um, not really. I would be surprised if they can really get much of a return for him. If, um, correct me if I'm wrong, this is his last year on his deal. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I actually, you know, it, it's funny. I actually remember him, like, re-signing with the Pelicans. I, I was actually in, uh, I was still at Tennessee at the time. But, like, I was, um, you know, I had, like, Bleacher Report on my phone. And, like, I had an NBA Twitter, and it's like, um, when that free agency time hit on July 1st, it's like, I was like refreshing. Cause like, I wanted to hear about, um, you know, everything that was happening. And then I, the first thing I see Anthony Davis resigns with the Pelicans for like, I, I can't remember exactly what it was like $130 million. Mm. Um, 
and I was and uh, at the time I, at the time I was like, oh wow, like that's actually like you know that's probably a good signing because they're going to build a team around him. And, and you know, fast forward, you know, four years later, and the opposite has happened. Um, so I, I would be surprised if they can really get much of a return for him. Um, and the, I, I just really see him signing with a different team during the offseason and the Pelicans basically just getting nothing. I mean, but like I said before, does this whole dynamic of everybody versus the Warriors kind of change things? Because I, I think, in my opinion, I think teams realize, like, you know, they don't have a team to win a championship because they don't have a team that can beat the Warriors, and then they so, kind of go differently. So, Tyler, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, as much as it seems like it, the Warriors are not going to be around forever because, like, they right. have they have some expiring contracts coming up, and they're not going to be able to re-sign everyone for, you know, $30 million. You know, they, they could convince everyone, like, oh, hey, sign with us for $2 million, and they do it. I see that I see that as unlikely. I um at least um towards you know this coming off season and next off season. Not unlikely for KD, am I right? Uh, all right, let's, let's let's pause. I mean, KD obviously is a max contract player. That's obvious, but like you know, right? But that first year you signed with the Warriors, bro. KD took a weak ass contract. Well, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like Demarcus Cousins this year. I, mean, I was gonna say not as weak as Demarcus Cousins. I mean, he's playing, and his and Demarcus Cousins' arms. He's playing for about five bucks this season. Yep. Um, you know, like, yeah, but that's the thing. When they're on this team, is it something they want to continue? I mean, I know Draymond was talked about, you know, exiting and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, and I do get that. I mean, there's a sense, like I said, that earlier with uh, the the Knicks, I'm sure are going to make a hard push for KD because they have a max slot for him. I don't um, know if he would sign with the Knicks. I, again, the only thing. Like, the yeah, they have, probably have the money for him, but I'm not sure he'd be interested. The only the only thing the Knicks have going for them is this, you know, location with the city, and then obviously being able to offer money. But the, I mean, that team is still on the downturn. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, well, I mean, look, they have prospects. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know that they, they might not be good for another. Well, team. well, basically, look, what I, what I'm just trying to say is, is like the Warriors are not going to be good um, forever. And quite honestly, I would wager, you know, give give two years. You know, they're 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 probably going to be a middle of the pack team in like two years max. Yeah. Um. So, awesome. so I would say teams, if if they're if they're if they have the mentality of the Warriors versus everyone else, then they're not doing it right. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems yeah, like... you know, maybe, maybe a couple seasons ago, yeah, but like not anymore. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, yeah, you you do you are correct, I man. With the expiring contracts, and maybe the teams do think that way. It's just like it. It just seems like. There's two types of teams in the NBA right now. You have your contenders, your true contenders, um, and then it's, you know. Like Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, you know. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you have your rebuilders. I mean, I obviously, look, I'm you know, you have your play, some of your playoff teams mixed in there, but it's just, in my opinion, like in the NBA, there's such a dip between, you know, your true champions and your your rebuilders like there's there's so yeah there, there's basically like there's basically four categories there's the championship contenders 
there's the rebuilders that make the playoffs, the rebuilders yeah. that don't make the playoffs, and then the lottery teams. Yeah. Like like I uh, and like I guess for example, like in the NHL I feel like uh, a rebuild a rebuilder any night of the year can beat uh a contending team. Like it, it wouldn't be out of the question. But in the NBA it just seems like that never happens. Like, you know, the favor always wins, the champion you know, trip teams always win. Like, I don't know, it just it just seems like a big discrepancy, but um but yeah, I mean, we'll kind of have to see how it plays out. Like I said, there's a lot of big free agents this offseason. So quite honestly, um, like it also has to do with just like the, the skill gap in general. Like, oh yeah. Quite honestly, like I'm I'm not taking a you know a shot at the NHL, but I'm just saying I, I feel like um, there's more superstars in the NBA. There's there's more superstars and like um, there's there's more superstars and there's less people. Yeah. Like, on the court. Yeah. Right. Um, um, so you're more like so you're more likely to uh, you know kind of I guess have someone to show that true super wow superstar potential I guess is what I'm trying to say. No, I get that. Yeah, I mean the it's just the way the game is played. You know, um, right. A star player in the NBA should have the ball. You know, a per, X percentage you know amount of time. In the NHL, I mean, a star guy is not guaranteed to touch the puck every shift. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, it's, it's just a different game, but yeah, um, we are going to move on here, but like I said, it's something we will keep an eye on, um, a lot of potential trades that could happen, a lot of big trades. And also when the off season does hit uh, a lot of, uh, talk there, um, another trade, uh, different sports this time, um, in the NHL, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs acquired Jake Muzzin from the LA Kings. Um, in return, the Kings get Carl Grundstrom um, and the rights to unsigned, unsigned defenseman Sean Dersey. Um, or I'm sorry, Dere- I, I'm, I don't I don't know if it's Dersey or Dersey. And then uh, along with the first round pick, um, man, what a season the LA Kings are having in the wrong direction. Um, they're a bottom feeding team. Twenty uh, twenty six and four. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and look, I mean, the talk is always, I, th- I don't think it's it warrants it all the time, but you know, the, there is, you know, the whole narrative that the Pacific is weaker than all the other divisions. You got your, your big teams, obviously the Sharks, the Knights, uh, this year, I should say the Sharks, the Knights and the, the Flames. But then after that, there is a big drop off. Um, so, you know, there, there's a whole thing, but yeah, they've had a terrible season. Um, and they unload a defenseman who, you know, the Leafs uh, obviously looking for help on defense. That was their that was their whole thing. Um, they have the offense to win a cup, but they have the defense to win a cup um, was the question. Uh, and, you know, they, they get their guy. So, well, they get a guy, um, I should say. I, you know, to be honest, I don't know if they're done um, dealing. Uh, I think it is possible they get somebody else. but. Um, yeah, so Muzzin Muzzin's also an interesting case too because he's he's one of the guys in the league that's getting underpaid. Um, he only has a four million dollar salary cap hit for a guy that could be a five six million dollar guy. So you know, obviously, uh, you know the Leafs. Not that they're in a cap <clears throat> crunch by any means, but after this season they will be because Matthews is going to get his deal. Um, so they get a guy who, hopefully, you know, for their sake they can. Uh, they can get back, but uh, one thing I 
Go ahead, real quick. I was going to say, his stats aren't terrible either. This guy is yeah. not bad. One thing I did want to talk about, though, is obviously with getting a defenseman like this, they did have to give a lot back. And one of the guys, I mean, well, a first-round pick is always going to be a first-round pick, but one of the guys they do give up that is, uh, I think, would be a really good player is Carl Grunstrom. Yeah. Um, has done really well in the AHL with, uh, you know, the Toronto Marlies, um, you know, when he was when he was on the team. But yeah, I think he's a guy that uh, could be could be a really good player. Um, one yeah, day. The, the thing with the Leafs though is that like the, their their future is like now, like they're already yeah. So I feel like they're they're in such a position to win. Not even just this season, if they keep most of their lineup for next season you know, they're, they're, they're going to be contenders easily. So I'm sure that give up was actually a little bit easier for them this time around. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the, the Leafs are in a very good spot that a lot of other teams can't say they are because, you know, it was, it was just what, two, three years ago that they were the worst team in the league and picked Austin mm-hmm. Matthews. And, you know, everybody's like, well, it's going to take some time, but you know, no. they're right now they're a, they're a contender for sure. And their core is so young that they can be a contender for a long, long time. Oh yeah. Um. So I do agree with that. Now, I mean, they already have. You know, the other thing with the Leafs is, look, they have they have all these offensive prospects. Like you can get rid of a few because you need defense. Um. That's kind of what they did there. But yeah, uh, Grunstrom was a second round pick in 2016, 57th overall. Um. Like I said, he he, in my opinion, was a. Uh, one of the better players. Like I'm looking at his stats now. Let's see. Um, he has 29. He has 29 points in 42 games um, with the Toronto Marlies this year. Six, uh, 13 goals, uh, 16 assists. So I mean, not flattering, but I believe uh, maybe not. I was gonna say I thought he was a. Uh, he might have been called up for a couple games um, for the uh, for the Leafs, but. Uh, like I said, he's a guy that could definitely be uh, a solid player for the Kings in the future. Um, also, I mean, one thing with the Kings is the whole thing on them is they're slow, they're old. Um, so they need to get guys like this. This guy's a really good skater, obviously young, only 21 years old. Um, and, uh, and you know, for the Kings, you're not going anywhere this year, obviously. And, uh mm-hmm. For years to come, it looks like you know you got to make some changes. So getting a player like that, look at the end of the day, I think this is one of the trades that actually benefits both teams. Like it's a good trade for both teams. Um, you know, the the Leafs get a defenseman, which they desperately need. Uh, to you know, I shouldn't say desperately, but uh, uh, an upgrade on the position, and then the Kings get futures uh, heading forward. So it was actually one of the things, and I thought it was a fair trade as well. So it was one of the actually good deals uh, in the in the league. It's got to um, make you happy that the Kings are now in rebuild, <laughs> and you guys oh, yeah. are at the top of the league. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of a, like a double edged sword, right? Because I'm like, hey, man, continue with this core you have because you're gonna suck for a long time. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the Kings always being the Sharks' um, arch nemesis, if you will. Um, yeah, I think you know it's. It, you know, it's it's nice, <laughs> it's nice. But what uh, hell? but yeah, I think um, like I said, it was it was a benefit for both teams. So, um, I as a Flyers fan, I gotta hate this fucking team too. <laughs> but I'm like the biggest quick fan though too. That's the other thing. Um, 
you know, the also again something we will probably talk about in the upcoming weeks. The NHL trade deadline is approaching. Oh, so I'm so there ready. Will be, there will I'm be so more ready. trades. I'm so ready for this. Um, and then we will move on to oh, actually our second to last quick pick. I thought this was our last one, but uh, we will try to be quick on this, uh, <laughs> as per the name. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, Khabib and Conor McGregor uh got handed down the punishments for the uh after well the, what happened after their fight um this year and uh i don't know well let me put it this way i'll put the uh i'll say what happened then we'll kind of see if we agree or disagree but khabib uh gets a fine um he, so it's a 9 month ban uh and it's fined $500,000 uh, of the $2 million, I believe he won from the fight. Um, and then McGregor has a six-month ban with a $50,000 fine. Um, which, 50, why would you even fine him $50,000? That's the only thing I don't get about this. I'll, I'll say that Khabib's nine-month McGregor's six-month makes sense. Khabib did start the whole thing, like the, the, the now-memed picture of him climbing over the cage. Um, he did start the whole, I mean, well, I shouldn't say it. He started the whole thing because he was the one who physically confronted first. Um, supposedly McGregor's team was chirping on the side, but I mean, come on, it's UFC. People are going to chirp. Like, come on now. So he hopped over. I mean, there was a lot of emotion going into this fight. A lot of, a lot of bad blood. So him getting the nine months and McGregor getting six, that's fine. Um, the fines. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, Five hundred thousand, okay, but then only a three month difference, and McGregor only gets fifty thousand dollars. That's like him going to the dollar store. Like I don't know, like why what they're. I don't know why the fifty thousand. Like it, it's it, either been like a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand at least. Like it, it's funny you say that though, because it, it literally is like going to the dollar store for him. Like I yeah. mean, it, it's the same. You know, he was just in a hundred million dollar fight. You know, right. last year. Or so and uh, uh, just for. Uh, context as well that the the suspension dates actually started the day of the fight. Or, or, I'm sorry, maybe not the day of the fight. Uh, October, yeah, no, the day of the fight, October sixth. So that means Khabib will be able to come back July sixth from his suspension, and McGregor will be able to come back April sixth. So don't worry, you're not going to be losing anything on McGregor at any point. And the next fight for him is supposed to be against Cowboy uh, uh, Caron. So, um, yeah, uh, but I, I think the suspensions, it, the I think suspensions were about right for them too. I don't know. I, I mean, it's tough to say because, like, if you look at first glance, it looked like McGregor was kind of the victim here. Um, so I know a lot of people were like not agreeing that he got suspended, but I don't know. I, I mean, what's your my you... my take on that is that you can only talk so much shit before somebody snaps. <laughs> I that like, I mean, but I mean that was his whole that was his whole fight. But I mean, yeah, that literally was what the fight was based off of. But um, I don't know. I mean, you know, you watch UFC at any time. There's so much uh, trash talk and stuff like that. But you know, like I said, I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with the. I don't know. I'm on the fence about the the suspension from McGregor. I get the I get the trash talk. Like I get it's part of it. But like when you start talking about like real personal stuff, like someone's family or like their kids yeah. or spouse. I mean, I know or anything I, like that. Like, yeah. you're kind of crossing the line with the trash talk. 
And we I talked know, about this after the fight, too. Right, we did yeah. talk about it, yeah. I, I know the whole thing was, I mean, there was stuff saying that McGregor was talking about, um, re- like, religion uh, with uh, Khabib being Muslim and uh, his dad and stuff like that. So, look, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I guess in that sense, yeah, I mean, the fine, like I said, I don't agree with the fine, like, it's whatever, but, um, yeah, you know. I guess the suspension's all right, but yeah, they should have just stuck with the suspensions and kept the fines light. What it, what is interesting though is 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 further going down the story is that so Khabib says he's done with Vegas, like he does not want to fight in Vegas anymore because they also gave his brothers uh, very harsh suspensions as well. Um, they're both fighters as well. Um, I don't think they're in UFC. I don't. I'm not sure about that. I can't find. I, I don't, I don't uh, know they're not. No, I think they're belt. Uh, no, they're not belter. I have no idea where they're at. So uh, they got. I think they got one year bans uh, because I mean, one, they're not fighters. So that's, that's number one. They weren't fights. They were guys on the side who ended up jumping over the cage. One, one of them ended up blindsiding McGregor. Uh, he jumped over behind McGregor and punched him square on the side of the face uh, from behind, which is, you know, a big cheap shot. Um, but Khabib said that uh, he doesn't want to fight in Vegas anymore because of uh, the uh, NCAAC's uh, harsh punishments on them. And he said he doesn't want to fight until those suspensions are up as well. If I'm reading this correctly. So you may have seen him for a little bit. Um, Got to give him credit for staying up for his, for his bloodline, I guess. But um, yeah, it's, it's uh, he's, he's not happy because the funny, the funniest thing you would never expect this. McGregor gave like the like best statement of it like i am thankful for nevada athletic commission's fair assessment and handling of the brawl and so this comes from conor mcgregor by the way yeah like the guy who you know the outspoken controversial irishman and then you got khabib who's like politics forever like what yeah (laughs) like that's so backwards um yeah i mean i think that i personally think besides the weird fifty thousand fine on mcgregor i think the 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 suspension, at least for length, lengthwise, for both these fighters, were correct. I'm not sure. the brothers. Yeah, I mean they kind of jumped in, and and you know the, the one who blindsided McGregor, I think definitely deserved the ban. I mean that was terrible, but um, I don't know. It seemed a little weird. Fifty thousand dollars is still the weird number that jumps out on this whole thing to me. I mean we're talking about suspensions, but I mean if you remember at the time these they got arrested for that, and right. McGregor didn't press charges, so like it could have been much of worse. He for wasn't. That. Of course he was. He, if McGregor presses charges, his career's over. Like, I mean, no yeah. one's gonna ever take him seriously after that. He's a fighting man. He, he's the guy who also, you know, the whole those, this whole thing started with the bus incident last year. That was yeah, this whole sure. thing. That was why this whole thing even happened. So, you know, I, he wasn't gonna press charges for that. So the suspensions were fine. Um, you know, they're still rich as all hell from that fight. So they're good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Khabib's still undefeated, by the way. So I'm curious who he fights next. He's 27 to know. McGregor stands at 20 or 21 and four. McGregor's the only one who has another rumored fight next, and that's with uh. I, if I'm saying his name wrong, uh, if I'm correct me in the comments, but it's Cowboy Crone, who's been up and rising. He's had a few good fights. He had a big win, uh, the last pay per view. Um, then I think he actually called out McGregor. Um, and that this fight is getting some hype now and getting some traction. So that'll most likely be McGregor's next fight. Uh, Khabib doesn't really have one since he said he doesn't even want to fight in uh, until uh, his brother's suspensions are up. So we might not be seeing him for a little while or hearing from him in general. Now, I mean, obviously there's the uh, potential for the rematch between them and uh, Vegas uh, 
uh, the Westgate um, Superbook in Vegas uh, listed Khabib as the favorite um, for that. Um, which, like I said, I think that will happen a rematch against them because money. Um, but, uh, you know, when it happens, we'll have to see. It's funny, though, because there was, this wasn't a, uh, like, a, a, it didn't go to a decision. Um, it was a submission from right. uh, Khabib. So it was a pretty decisive victory. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure a, a rematch would uh, um, definitely you know, you'll see a definite spike in buy rates. Although I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. Is Con- I, I would assume he would take the fight, but I don't know. Is Connor interested in fighting again? Fighting him again? I, I, I remember after the fight, he said about something about a rematch. But I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, but like I said, I do remember he said he did say something after. If that's the same case now, then yes, but I don't know. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I just that fifty thousand dollar fine cracks me up. Yeah, uh, it is. It really is. I mean, just think of the money that he made from the Mayweather fight. Like that's yeah, yeah that, there's that's nothing to him. All right, and then the last topic, uh, the last quick pick we have this week is uh, one that's been so over talked about. I'm gonna be so happy when it's over with. Uh, Roger Goodell finally had uh, addressed uh, the uh, NFC Championship Pussy. game. uh he addressed that in his annual um he does like an address before the super bowl um for every year so he did it there it's the state of the union of the nfl is basically what it is it is actually that's exactly right basically um but uh Goodell um just it it was just it's, it's such a meaningless thing to me like like you know, he said the things that we already knew. Like, he didn't really say anything uh, different. I mean, he said it's a player that should have been called. He had spoke to – he reiterated he had spoke to Sean Payton, uh, the owner. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, the the big thing out of this was the one thing he did say is, I mean, he there was no point in time where he thought that they would, you know, do a make-up game or do something over. He, 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 he said that he never considered a do-over. Um, you know, he, he just, one of the quotes he said was, let's, let me just start with the basics. Uh, look, we understand the frustration of the fans. I've talked to Sean Payton, the team, the players, we understand the frustration that they feel right now. We certainly want to address this. Um, you know, which every time, anytime something happens, it's always, we want to address this, but it doesn't really fix the, the, uh, problem that was already caused. Um, you know, I, I don't want to spend, I honestly don't want to spend too much time on this because I'm getting, I honestly, I'm getting tired of this. Um, look at the end of the day, I, 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 the Saints got fucked over, I think, but you know, it's over now. Look, you got to move on. Can I, <laughs> like, can I add a new development that I, I have not seen until recently? Yeah. Um, this was a video from some random user and I don't even know, I don't remember who it was, but I saw it last night. Uh, there another video angle shows that the ball was tipped. So someone well, that, was implying that if it was reviewed, so the challenge flag, say a challenge flag was able to go out on that play. Um, if the challenge went out, they would have saw that the ball actually got tipped and then the flag would have got picked up and it still would have been incomplete. Right? So, so that's interesting because the, the, at least from what I remember and what Roby Coleman was told on the field after he made the play 
was the ref said that it was tipped. Is that what he said? The the ref said it was tipped, but nobody. But remember, we looked back at it, and it didn't even look like it could have been close to being tipped from the angle we looked at. And I, if we're looking at angles, the NFL has to be looking at at angles, but they haven't even said anything about. I'm I'm gonna find this real quick. Let me let me grab it real quick. Because Goodell said, I mean, Goodell said that it's a it's something that should have been called. Um, but yeah, that's that was the whole thing. The ref said he didn't call it because he said it was tipped. Um, you know, but like I said, it didn't look like it was even really uh, possible. But um, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm get, I'm kind of getting over this. It, it's you know, the Super Bowl is in two days. The game was played two weeks ago. Um, you know, there, there's no the reason. Why are we still talking about this? Um. Is is really my question? The refs are just trash in general, dude. I don't. I mean, I was watching the game and I, the calls were bad the whole game. Like that wasn't, that wasn't like the one bad call they made all game. Oh no! Wow. I mean, and the refs have been a problem for a long time now, and it's 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 becoming more now more than ever, especially with that call, the the idea for challenging pass interference calls and stuff like this. Um, yeah, it gets more traction. Um, it's. It's it's a bad situation. I mean, I I still think with this, I I, I linked the video that I saw. It was a gif that somebody linked to some random user, yes. um, talking about it. I, I still don't know if that's conclusive. I'll uh, I'll play the video on the if you're watching on YouTube, I'll put it on the screen. But um, I don't know. I do not know. Uh, I'm looking at it now because like I think obviously the big thing is like you can see the ball movement, like the it kind of moves, but like I it's hard to really tell. I don't know. It, like I said, it's, I mean, it's uh, it's at this <clears throat> excuse me at this point in time, and we're looking at all these angles and stuff like that. Like, you know, if if this is why he called that the way it is, I mean, I, I can see him not calling it because of a uh, deflection, but obviously, like him not calling it because he thought he got there on time is is not good enough. Um, I mean, that's still a catchable ball. If he doesn't get destroyed, <laughs> yeah. I, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay. So let's say the ball is tipped. I mean, that's still a catchable ball. I mean, that was well, still. The, 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 if the ball is tipped, the pass interference is wait, void. Is void at all? But you know, man, that's tough. I, like, I, I'm I'm playing this on repeat. It's so yeah, hard I to see. I, I honestly, like, even to me, it doesn't look like. It, I I don't, I don't know. know. He's he, this guy's saying it. It's uh. It was a tip. I don't know. It looks like so. I think with the, the guy circling here is is his hand leaning back, to which I say his hand was like that before the ball even reached him. Uh, well, I have I, to go frame by frame and see this, but I can't do that at the moment. But it's yeah. it's really really. I don't know. I still think the Saints got screwed. Um, I know we're probably tired of hearing it, but at this on the same token, I know if this was a situation with the Pats, I'd be raising hell about this until next season. So. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's just a really tough call, but officials have been a problem for a while now. So it, it's, it's, it was only natural that something like this would finally cause, uh, a riff between yeah. fans, the NFL, and, and even a team like the fact that the saints are like, okay, listen to me, they've been terrible. So, you know, so we'll see what changes with this whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I look at, I, I, God. Like I said, it's just it's still everywhere you go on social media. 
Um, it's still there, and I get it. It's a big haul, but like you know, it, fans are still expecting the game to be like played over. So I'm like, look, <laughs> the game is it happened two weeks ago. Like it's not happening. Um, all right, we are gonna move on to our big topics here. One that should be a really fun one. I'm actually really looking forward to this. Uh, one last thing I want to add to that topic. Yep. Fuck Roger Goodall. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, with the Super Bowl every year, it's a you know one of the biggest sporting events um, every year, um, and there's just more t- than just the game. You got uh, you know maybe get some food in you, get some family involved around the TV. Yeah, some- hundred fifty dollar concert tickets in town for that weekend. It's awesome. <laughs> Um, Dude, no, I'm not even kidding. Like artists that are playing in town on Super Bowl weekend are charging like outrageous prices for their tickets. Yeah, like, like I wanted to go to a show at like this small venue, like maybe 500, 1,000 cap venue, like small venue. Yeah, yeah, hundred and fifty dollars for a ticket. Like, yeah, when normally it's like between twenty and thirty. That's usually and, arena pricing. And it, and it's kind of the flip side for me because I'll be it's like down a big in money grab weekend. I'll be down in Georgia next week and uh, flying into Atlanta and the prices are lower because it's after the Super Bowl. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like double-edged sort of kind of thing. But yeah. Um, but yeah, the other big thing that every year is very fun is the prop bets. Um, some of the craziest things this year, there are over 450 prop bets. Um and, uh, you know, we have a few of them here. I'm kind of just going off of a couple of websites. So I have an ESPN website with some of the prop bets. Um, and uh, we will kind of just look at these. And like I said, some of these are outrageous. We're going to start with the more normal ones, I'll say. A lot of more game stuff. And then we'll kind of move into the weird shit. So the first one that is always... Um, you know, every year is the first one to go off, or one of the first game like ones to go off is who won the opening toss. Um, I love this. you know. Uh, what are we feeling? Ah, uh, man. Uh, so wait, who's who's gonna get the call on that one? I I don't remember because I don't. Well, I well what they do I think is uh, like one side will be the Patriots logo, the other side will be the right. Brand. Oh, so there's no call. That's right. Because they, they usually make okay. This is the 2019 Super Bowl commemorative coin. This yeah. <laughs> this represents tails. Yeah, this represents heads. Notice so, how both sides look exactly similar to each other, <laughs> with so, one but, little distinction. So, I, like I said, I believe that's the case. Um, by the way, if you hear me scrambling for something, I apologize. I want to get a pen so I can write down these just for fun because I just want to see. Uh, so you can not lose your shit during sex. So I can't lose my shit during sex. That's right. Super Bowl 53. <laughs> Patriots and Cortez. Seattle has the three flags on it. Rams, you are heads. Seattle has four. I can't possibly <laughs> screw this up when I flip it in the air. <laughs> it's heads. Um, wait, no, wait. Three, four flags. Tails. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Don't they have the logo? Come on now. <laughs> they, 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 they do, but like when they, they do like the special games and they do like a commemorative token that don't have the teams on them, it's always so weird. And it seems like the ref has to like really think about it. Like it lands on the it lands on the on the ground and he you see him like staring at it for like five seconds. It's like the most <laughs> awkward thing ever. But yeah, most of them I do have the team logos on them. Um, 
flips Pat. coin. There's a flag yeah. on the play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For right. an object on the field, defense. So so let's just you know let's just go through these and 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 pick them like we were uh, gonna. You know, actually do them for real. So, Hedge or Tails, what are we going with? Tails uh, never fails. Well, Come on wait, now. Wait, does it have to be Heads or Tails, or can I say, do I think the Patriots are going to win the toss or not? It, it, well, the, the prop, the, I mean, the actual prop bet is Heads or Tails, so. Oh, okay. Be, uh, I don't know. I guess, I fuck, that's, that's stupid. Then I'll go with Tails, I guess. Tails never fails. Come on now. I got Heads. Heads? I got Heads. Because you like heads, is that why? I, I absolutely do heads. <laughs> Zach, you got a prediction as your Discord, I think, is fucking up again. <laughs> All right. All right. Huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, I I heard it like fucking up. That's why I was like, yeah, I know. I heard it too. <laughs> um, All right, next. Yep. So, by the way, I need to explain if for anybody that doesn't know how betting works because this is going to come into effect so basically there's a month there's something called a money line on each bet uh with uh my so like you know if if you're looking at a money line and there's minus that means it's the favorite um and if you see plus that's the underdog if you will for the bet whatever you're betting on so for this next one for example um which is will either team score three times three straight times yes uh wait a second what what this this doesn't make sense i'm sorry now i'm like so the the prop bet is will will either team score three straight times yes is minus 200 but why is that minus 200 because I, I I think they're assuming that uh, Patriots are going to run, like just kind of do. Well, that doesn't have to be. It's not like twenty one zero, right? Like like three straight times, like three straight drives, or three it, straight it, times. It, like no, it, it could be like just three. It could be like nine nothing. It could be, you know. You said touchdowns. I thought no. It, it's oh, three, okay. It's team will score three straight times. Um, it so three straight drops. So give me like a safety, a field goal, and a touchdown if you want. Yeah. To. So so it, oh, it, yeah. it excludes extra points and two point conversions. I'm just confused on why that would be the. Well, because I think it's more unlikely that. I, well, first of all, looking at the matchup, it's it's going to be a shootout. So I guess the the under is because they're assuming that it's just going to be back forth, back forth, marching up the field, marching up the field, marching up the field. Well, so, okay, but it uh, okay. So does it? specifically say okay so like let's say the patriots score like first three drives they get three touchdowns um does it count even though that the rams will score that's what i'm thinking it is i'm thinking that it's not three straight times like it's not like okay patriots score like, touchdowns, like, three, like three unanswered touchdowns like yeah i don't think it's unanswered i think it's three straight drives so okay. you know so the so say you're betting on the patriots going on three straight drives the rams can still three straight drive it can also score on three straight drives but a matter of that's, shit that's not a terrible bet <laughs> i don't think so either for both of these teams I, at first, big offensive if it, if matchups it was, if it was like if it was like three straight unanswered drives then yeah like maybe not but yeah they on and i don't think the under for three straight unanswered drives would be under 200 that's vegas being stupid but um i place think yeah I, I i'd place that bet yeah i would too i'd go with that by the way just to finish up my point as well on how money line works so like with this uh Say you pick no and it's plus one seventy, the you you'd get one hundred and seventy dollars on a one hundred dollar bet. 
on a one hundred dollar bet. So yeah, you you make a one hundred dollar bet, you would get one seventy uh, as the payout. So yeah, for like I said, I just wanted to explain that for um, people that didn't know how it worked. But yeah, that's a that's weird, really weird. Um, okay, let's. Uh, I don't know. I I don't really have an opinion on that one because, like I said, I'm still can, kind of confused about that one. But one that uh one that we can discuss. Um, Tom Brady, uh, total gross passing yards over two ninety five and a half or under two ninety five and a half. I'm gonna go under two ninety five and a half. Actually, um, I I am been, as well. They've been relying on White and Burkhead and uh. You know, they've been relying, relying on the running backs a lot more this season than they really ever have. I mean, he'll still get a decent amount of passing yards. I, I would think he would break the 200 mark just barely, but I don't think he'll get to 295. I I would agree. I I think I would take the under there. Um, the I'm going to kind of skip around here because there's a lot that are kind of the same. Um, here's an interesting one. Uh, number of different players with a passing attempt. So obviously, oh, cause this is the Edelman effect. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to have, you know, obviously two quarterbacks. So the over is two and a half. The under is two and a half. Uh, obviously it's two and a half passing is... attempts. So this isn't even going to be like not touchdown passing attempts. So it can so, be an incomplete two yard pass. Yeah. So, um, I'll take um, the over on that. I'm definitely taking the, over. Uh, on that. I mm, wait over as in there's going to be. I, I, think, I think I think there's going to be three. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously... Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, no, I'd take the over on that. I mean, obviously, Brady and Goff, but then you only need one other player to throw a ball, and the way the NFL... Like, you know, obviously, with the Philly special last year, like, I feel like some... Like, I feel like in a lot of games this year, we've seen, like, a, a wide receiver shutting through the ball, and obviously, they have Julian... The Patriots have Julian Edelman, so... That Who can throw dimes, there. by the way. Uh, this one I would definitely take total rushing yards by Sony Michelle over seventy seven over seventy seven and a half or under seventy seven and a half. I am hammering that over. Over, <laughs> over, no, uh, no question. Um, I'm curious if he's going to be the guy that they give it to. Um, you know, outside of their out of their own red zone, but then once the red zone hits, I wonder if they're either going to give it to him or they're going to start giving it to White again. Because I mean, White was has been clutched the past few Super Bowls. I mean, you right, know, obviously, but uh, Michelle has been the the has been the number one. Uh, yeah, no, I'm taking the over on that. I think he's getting 70 yards. No, no question about it. I don't think there really is any question. 70 yards. I think he does that easy. The next, the next one to go with that is uh, rushing attempts under over seventeen and a half. Um, over. Yeah, I, over. well, I, I don't know. That's a tough one because, like, they're again the Patriots. One of those teams, I would take the under actually because yeah. they have the, because you know they have fucking. Burkhead, is this for both teams Burkhead, or just No, no, no. It's just Sony Michelle seventeen and oh. a half rushing attempts. So fucking, you know, they'll have. White run it and Devlin, their fucking fullback, will run it like seven times for some reason. Uh, and Burkhead, yeah, I would take the under on that. Um, let's move to let's see. Um, uh, total here's an interesting one total receptions by Rob Gronkowski over three and a half or under three and a half? Oh, oh, geez, I'd, I'd go slightly over, I'd go four. 
I, that I would I would settle on about four as well. But that's I red red zone. That's that's why the betters make it like this. Because yeah, like I think it would, four would be reasonable, so they put it at three and a half. It's um, going to be interesting because they've been using him so much as the as the. I mean, the Rams are still going to have no choice but to double cover him in case they, you know, because if he if he's single covered, he's going to beat him every time, and he's going to get the ball. I mean, Brady's going to see him every single time, and he's a weapon when he gets the ball. He hasn't been getting the ball because he just hasn't been a part of the offense as much on the receiving end of things. He's been basically a blocker. Um, but the Rams are still going to double cover him, so it's a matter of are they going to rely on him a lot like they, they've done in the past, or are they going to kind of let him do what he's been doing most of the season? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably go over on that. Here's I'd go a, over. Uh, another weird one. Barely. With, with what happened in uh, the the uh, NFC Championship game. Will Johnny Hecker, who is the punter for the LA Rams, will he attempt a, at least one pass? The, uh, no. Yes um, is- Yes is plus four hundred. No is minus five fifty. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm saying no. Yeah. I'm gonna say no, which might make me eat my own words because it, you know anything can happen in the Super Bowl. But by the way, that two point conversions are excluded, so that even more to the point kind of does that. So he's yeah. Okay. Well, that wouldn't matter anyway because a punter wouldn't really be. Well, I guess unless he's, he's holding. He, he's their holder. <laughs> yeah, he's you, their holder. Yeah, two point conversion from the fifty. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Uh, and then the last one I have for this website, and then we'll kind of get into the little weird ones, is uh, this is kind of a weird one. So the jersey number of the player to score the first touchdown. So the well, over is – so the jer- the jersey number of player to score the first touchdown. The over is – so if the player's number is over 26.5, it's minus 140, under 26.5, plus 120. Over. Easy. Um, Gurley's what, 30-something? Gurley's 30. Michelle is 26. <laughs> of course um, he is. I, I guess it depends on what team. If it's the Patriots, I'd probably take under. White's, White's 28. Gronk is 87. Edelman's 11. Uh, Burkhead's 34. Man. Shit. Now, yeah, it's score the touchdown. Because I was going to say, I mean, if, if Brady throws it, it would... The touchdown, uh, the touchdown would be to the person who caught it because they scored it. Jesus. So, uh, and, you know what? And, I'm gonna and, go under. And the okay. other thing is, like on the other side, Brandon Cooks is number twelve. Oh, um, under. I'm under. Then screw it. If the Rams are not gonna rely on Gurley because he's been a little <laughs> off recently, then I'm going under. But this is a tough one because then C.J. Anderson is thirty-five. I'm gonna go with the over on that. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go under. There's yeah, a lot more targets. As well. There's a lot more targets on the underside. Uh, that that's that's a good question. That is a tough one, but that, I'm going the under on that one. All right, now we're gonna get into our weird, weird ones. Uh, this is kind of like I said, not game related. Um, and this is kind of what the prop bets were kind of known for. So, first question. Um, the first of all, the national anthem will be sung by Gladys Knight. So. Will the anthem go over 105 seconds or under 105 seconds? Dude, over, <laughs> over, <laughs> over. I I'm, take, I'm taking the over on that as I'm well. I'm taking it over. Um, How long is that song supposed to be by default? So let, let, I just want. Th- there's also some description on these two, which is kind of cool. So, that right now. So um, when does the clock start? I guess when 
when they introduce because even when they introduce it's like a solid five ten seconds before you hear do 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 <laughs> that is not how our national <laughs> anthem goes yeah that's it yeah the one national or, the anthem be- are you singing the, be- the beginning <laughs> organ intro Did you ever the um like the first like five notes that they play in the beginning to lead it in i i i'll, I'll link you the version i'm thinking of yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's why the 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 like the the excuse the me. Lead up. They do the lead oh, up part. Oh yeah, okay. I do, I I know what you're talking about. Okay, I I know what you're talking about. Yes, you're you're correct in that. Yeah, case. not like not like them starting immediately. They do like the quick little like. Oh, we gotta make sure the organs in tune first. Uh, uh, this says that the national anthem is 52 seconds, which by the seems f- short. Singing straight through. However. Uh, see, you know, now we're getting, the, now we're getting the stats and stuff. <laughs> Wait, no, that's that is wrong. Let me. Gladys Knight. That sounds right. Okay, Gladys okay. Knight. This says this says the it's average Gladys length Knight, of the past eleven national anthem performances at the Super Bowl is one minute and fifty eight seconds. So that's under no oh, one minute fifty. That's a, that's one hundred and ten something. So this is what I have here. Uh, so she's performed. This is one eighteen. Uh, I don't know. This is kind of a weird one. So she's performed one national anthem in 28 years. Weird stat, right? So the only time that she has had the national anthem, it was one minute and 58 seconds. So I'm going over. I'm going over. Um, yeah. And Brandy, Brandy's Discord just shit the bed. So uh, we we will skip him for that bet. Move on. All right. Next one we have here. Will Dilly Dilly be said during a Bud Light commercial? Yes, minus 200, <laughs> no minus... Uh, I'm sorry, no plus 150. It's definitely being said. Yeah, they're still running it, yeah. That, I, I, I would say unless they have so Unless they have something new. But no, they're still running with the Bud Knight, so... Yeah, no, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to take the under on that, absolutely. Uh, I mean, well, I'll just say this before I say my thing. Going on to the next question it said how many how many uh 30 second bud light commercials will feature the bud night over under uh one and a half uh <laughs> i'm gonna take over i will too and i like i i i'm gonna take yes and over i think they go all out because it's bud light and they do that yeah they got it of course yeah it's a beer commercial why wouldn't they yeah <laughs> um, baby. dilly dilly here yeah. we. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next one goes to the halftime show. Will Adam Levine be wearing a hat at the start of the halftime show? Oh, jeez. Yes. Minus one ten. No, minus one thirty. I'm gonna go no. No. He's dude, a dude, 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 dude's gonna be shirtless. He's gonna be shirtless coming out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going no with that. Uh, and then <laughs> then. You have the list of songs that will be performed first um, uh, as as bets too. So, one more night plus three hundred makes me wonder plus five hundred sugar plus five fifty animal six hundred and then you go all the way to plus fifteen hundred for songs. I don't want to get into that. I just thought it was really funny. Nobody wants this fucking band at at the show, and it's just kind of hilarious. Bring in <laughs> Travis Scott to try and fix it. No, literally no one wants them. Like the only good person coming on is Big Boy from Outcast. Like <laughs> Um Okay, will CBS show replay of Miss Pass Interference Call versus Rams? Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, the yes yeah, is minus no. one thirty. Uh, no is plus one hundred. Yeah, that's that's definitely uh, no yes. way. Yeah, they're they're absolutely going to show because they're going to be talking about the entire time. Let's remember how they got here. Well, yeah, they'll do like they'll do a recap of like yeah how they got there. That that's definitely I would. Oh, damn, I'm the rest were so shitty that everyone died. I I, I will <laughs> I will forever like the uh, the call when uh, during what uh, is commonly known as the bullshit game between the Ravens and the Patriots. Uh, this is when this was still in the replacement ref era where. Uh, uh, one of them said, I forget which one it was, said, uh, uh, we try to behave ourselves up here. We really do. <laughs> um, all right. Will Jim Nance or Tony Romo say Philly special? I'm going to yeah. go no. I'm going to go yeah. Because how, how are they going to talk about, like, because they're going to, you know, same reason why they're going to show the no PI call is that they're going to talk about, oh, well, remember when the Patriots were here last year and they got, yeah. and they got destroyed. Yeah, that's true. By Philly, Philly. Um, I'm uh, sorry. I'm I'm trying to skip through because we no, only have limited time here. Uh, total times Roger Goodell will be shown over under is one and a half. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll s- well, it's that's a weird one because um, like d- does that include when he shows the trophy? Because if it does, uh, I would take the over. I gotta go the over. I'm gonna take the over on this one. Yeah, I will too. Uh, because it, they'll even do it in one play. Like they'll be talking about it, like, oh wait, there's a play on the field. Play ends. Okay, back to Goodell. Like get one of those moments. I I predict one of those is gonna happen. Sorry, I'm laughing because some of these are fucking insane. How many times would Donald Trump tweet on February third? Oh, uh, <laughs> over under six. Damn, that's insane. Because you never you never know what kind of tirade he's gonna go on that day. Well, it's the tirade, and then it's like talking about the actual, like you know, we'll say something about the game, and then is he allowed I, to bet, get, bet on himself in that in that regard? Oh, I don't know, but the, you know, you know how him and Brady are buddy buddies. So if they if if the Patriots win, I would hammer the over. <laughs> by, by the way, did you see um, Daniel Radcliffe was talking about Tom Brady recently about how he was talking about? In case you don't know, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, famous actor who played Harry Potter. Uh, I would hope all of you know that, but. Uh, he, first of all, he's from England, so not much invested in American football as far as I know, but he was talking about how he was tired of the Patriots always winning and he, and he told Brady to get the MAGA hat out of your locker. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Like I said, I I don't Uh, know. These are so weird. All right. Let's go to a, uh, very classic one. What color, what will be the color of, (laughs) I like how they wear this. What is the color of the liquid poured on the winning coach? So you got lime green, uh, lime slash green slash yellow at plus two twenty five, orange three hundred plus three hundred, blue plus three seventy five, red, uh, and then you have clear and water as plus four hundred. I'm gonna and, go and purple plus one thousand. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna go blue. I'm I'm going lime green and lime and green or yellow. Okay, I, I'm going to agree with that. Lime green, yellow. I'm, I'm gonna go blue. I'm gonna be a little more risky here. I'm gonna go blue. Last also year, go was, blue. <laughs> <laughs> Last year it was yellow. Um, yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> will Tom Brady announce his retirement after the game? <laughs> no. Well, no. Well, they are, he apparently yeah, already said he's not. Yeah, so I, I doubt it. I doubt this. This came out a few days ago. We'll um, see. 
right, and and we'll wrap it up there. Like I said, there's some just crazy prop bets. Uh, like I said before, the Super Bowl is more uh, than just um, it's more than just the game. There's so much to it. Obviously, the festivities. Um, it's kind of the uh, cer- ceremony of football. So then the NFL. So. Um, yeah, uh, these prop bets, uh, well, the episode will release after the Super Bowl, so we'll kind of see if we hit on the prop bets, but, um, but yeah, it should be fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, I- I'm really looking forward to it, and, uh, I don't know, god damn, some of these bets, like, I'm looking at these, like, uh, sorry if I'm stuttering, because I'm looking at these again, and, like, I would literally actually bet on these, like, there's some that I feel like are layups, um, but, anyway. All right, and now we move on to our In Case You Missed It segment with Brundy. All right, so I got a question for y'all. Do you like... Cheetos. Like Cheetos? No. Yeah. No? Okay. So what would what what would you say? Okay, so Zach says no, the both of y'all say yes. So uh also next question. Do you like KFC? Uh I can't eat it anymore, but I do. Yeah, I mean I when I had the last time I had KFC probably was ten years ago, but it was good then. (laughs) What about you, Zach? You like KFC? I mean, I don't have anything against KFC, but I don't really go there. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, KFC is launching a new item uh, off the menu. It is going to be called a Cheetos sandwich, and it sounds just as great as you think it is. I'll send you guys a picture now so you can see what it looks like. Uh, oh, that's the wrong chat, but... Um, what? <laughs> Where did you put that? I put it in the mod commands chat by accident. So basically, it's it's a chicken sandwich smothered uh, with Doritos and like some sort of sauce, or not Doritos, uh, Cheetos, uh, with some sort of sauce. I'm throwing yeah. up right now. <laughs> Wait, what chat? I just don't know where this is. What chat? Did I, you I, put in, I put in the bot commands by accident. Oh, the commands. Oh, because I haven't that muted. That's horrific. Right. Oh my God, dude. So, I mean, uh, quite honestly, like, from the picture, it doesn't look too terrible. Oh. This looks like, this looks like something I would, like, throw together when my mom wasn't looking at home. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's exactly what that looks like. But So, it, so it'll only it. Be a, it will only be available uh, in uh, select southern states for now. So, like, it's not going to be, it be a northern thing yet. So I gotta ask you guys: Are you uh, willing to take a bite of this thing? Uh, Considering if I do that, I'll probably die. No, but uh, I mean, if like, I were you... hypothetically, hypothetically speaking, I'd probably take a bite out of this. Uh, All right, I think Zach is a definite no. I, I, I would, I would, I would try it at least. I, I don't know if I'd like it, but I try it. I feel like I mean, though you, Ty, you like chicken and Cheetos. I don't know why. Like, yeah, I mean, this wouldn't be bad in your. But eyes. like, I feel like Cheetos with bread would be like a weird, um, combination in terms of like, you know, it, it just Dude, seems weird to me. You never put Doritos on your ham and cheese sandwich at school. 
I, just, I, I still do this. What? I would put like, yeah, like I would put like potato chips, not like Cheetos though. I feel like the texture would be just really weird. Well, I mean, so like that's so I'm look I'm looking at at the comments, and that's basically what the that's uh, that's basically what they're saying. Like what the mayonnaise does, it would first like it kind of holds like the two the two together. It holds the Cheetos and the uh, and the chicken together, uh, but it also uh, fixes the te- the you know weird texture a little bit. This um, this is the type of thing you definitely should be eating while you're driving because this thing is bound <laughs> to fall apart. Like, look at it. There's so many loose objects like this. Oh, this is gonna... Dude, just just imagine like getting slightly rear-ended. Hold yeah, on, if you I, ever I, you ever like I, eat like a big ass burger like at like Applebee's or Red Robin or something like that, and it's so stacked that as soon as you take a bite of it, like half of it falls from the bottom. Oh, yeah. Like, you ever had that happen? Like, this happens to be constantly, and this is definitely the well, sandwich that'll die. Bobby, right, before, yeah. hold on. Before we move on, I have to ask Bobby a question. So, you said it's a sandwich you wouldn't eat when you're driving. How do you drive and eat? Because I, I, there's. Dude, so how much. do you not? Dude, that's easy. Like, do I'm, well, I'm asking, do um, you use your Like hands? this, Tyler. One hand on the wheel, okay. one hand on the food. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. I oh, asked that wait. question. Wait though, you definitely got to see how I eat Chick Fil A fries. I literally put the Chick Fil A sauce like in like the little like handle that's on the on the car door, and then I have the fries in the cup holder, and it's like a smooth process. Fry, dip, eat. Like it's perfect. yeah, but how the fuck do you not spill it all over yourself? That is a question I'm not going to answer well, because there's I, too I, many failed yeah, attempts. Perfect setup. Yeah, I, I asked because we, me and Bobby, have a friend who he he's very tall. Well, you know, he's probably Bobby's height. But when he drives and eats a sandwich, he drives with his legs. Like he has a steering wheel on his leg, like <laughs> his legs on the steering wheel, like moving it Wait, with his thighs. Can you text me who this is? Can you text me who this is? Well, I don't. Know. It's Logan. Logan does this. Oh, he, he, he literally has two hands on the sandwich and then uses his thighs to move the wheel. That's <laughs> why. That's oh why I had God. to ask. That's why I had to ask. Okay? That's love why you. I, Somehow listening, we love you, by the way. I, yeah, dude, I, 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 I am I, scared of death, contrary <laughs> to I, you, I cannot tell you how many times I've been in the car with him when he's doing that, and it's it's very scary. Yeah. So I needed to add that, <laughs> but go ahead, Brendan. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was just going to say, let me give you a scenario. So like, let's say like you're driving behind someone, um, and like you like accidentally you accidentally like hit them from behind. You rear, you rear in them. You get out of the car, you know, make sure they're okay. And like you just see like this sandwich just splattered on their front windshield. You think like they, <laughs> you blew their head off or something. <laughs> and then the guy's like, ah, no, I totally get it. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, that's fine. So, all right. So y'all, so y'all would, you know, maybe give it a bite. See what it's like. I'm giving it a bite. I, I never mean, will, but I if I could, I would. I know it's going to be bad, but I can't say I'm not curious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and move on. So, unfortunately, January, uh, the month of January, was just kind of a dead uh, month in terms of video games. Not a, really a whole lot of releases. Yeah. Um, they, they they did have a, a major release just recently, Kingdom Hearts three. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, something I've something I've been following for the past uh, couple years or so is uh, Final Fantasy, uh, which is a game series which I think is completely overrated. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever played any of the Final Fantasy games. There's some that I really, really like. Like Final Fantasy VI is probably my favorite. I, I, I have a couple not, of them. I have not played them. You've never played them. What about you, Bobby? I've I've like dabbled in a couple of them here and there, but like I've never like actually sat down to play a full through of a Final Fantasy game. Right. So if you were to like you know just 
um, just from experience or like reading through stuff, like what would you say is like probably one, probably the most popular Final Fantasy? It's probably it's got to be Final seven. Fantasy Seven, right? Seven, seven, yeah. yeah. So uh, Final Fantasy Seven has uh, been confirmed uh, to be. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by my uh, by people texting me by your uh, obsessive Final- clicking, maybe. <laughs> Final Fantasy Dude, Seven. Like- <laughs> can, I, can i talk please go ahead go ahead final fantasy 7 is coming to nintendo switch what i'm trying to say i still um, don't have a switch yet yeah so the uh nintendo switch has you know been doing a really good job with their releases in my opinions like they have the new mario card and uh new mario party on the way um and quite honestly like they they have they have some of the best uh, recent releases in my opinion. I think the Switch is doing really well, and I think the you know whole Final Fantasy thing is uh, you know going to make it even better. So I want to get your guys' opinion. You know, is you think Nintendo Switch is you know on the right track? Oh yeah, I, I think Nintendo. And they and they've got a new Pokemon game coming out soon right. for kids. Yeah, but they kind of like alienated their like you know violent game players like. I want to play GTA on the road. Well, Nintendo's never really been like that, though. <laughs> yeah, this is that's not. I mean, they they did I, you know, at least I, for the Wii. They they were porting games, but the ports were terrible. We've talked about this. You, Brendan, you linked the picture of the uh, Black Ops One port on the yeah. Wii and how terrible that looks. <laughs> right, so they port. Yeah. They used to port those games, but it was never, um, never a good sell. So I guess yeah, I guess that's not really much of a criticism. What I'm saying It's just because I know that's like how they always have been. You yeah, know, keeping like kid friendly but mm-hmm. i'd really like to see a portable game system that includes like those you know rated t rated m games zach would you enjoy nhl 19 more if it was on the nintendo switch <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i, I, I mean into this right now yeah, it, can't, it can't be worse than xbox but, i feel like dude, you can't period. say nhl 19 it can't be in front worse of period what's so. that so it can't if, be worse, period. Like, yeah, no. So what if NHL 19 was like on the original Wii, like with the Wii Ramon and Nunchuck? If the game was playable, I would like it. <laughs> I want to see Zach playing hockey on the Wii, where he has to actually shoot the puck with the Wii Ramon. I'm gonna. I I think it was the Wii. They had like I want to say it was like Wayne Gretzky's hockey or something on the Wii, and it was like that. Or I at least if I remember, I remember they had uh, NHL 2K11, I think. Okay. I think yeah. Really. Yeah, they had the 2K NHL games on the Wii for the longest time. I think they stopped making them, though. I, w- yeah, I would yeah. hope so. I would really hope so. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, that, that that was my dream, though. Like, I wanted to be able to play, like, hockey without actually needing people to play hockey. Skating skating on the Wii Fit board and using <laughs> the nunchuck and the Wii Remote. Dude, you'd be, like running around in, you'd be, like, running around in circles in your living room. Like, that's <laughs> work dude yeah i mean i remember uh i remember when i first got the wii it came with a couple of games obviously and obviously wii sports was huge at the time because that was the game that came with it and it came with like a tennis racket extension yeah and a couple other things golf club golf yeah the golf club that's what it's freaking cool the baseball bat yeah it was great yeah but but i messed the wii man yeah me too i still have it man mine still you mine still runs mine too yeah i i remember zach used to come over to my sports tournament Zach used to come over to my house from time to time, and uh, we would play. Uh, I I can't remember what sport we we did the most. I think we mainly did baseball. I think um, me and Bobby did yeah. too. I was yeah. hitting absolute dingers off this kid. Okay, <laughs> my 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 roommate 
uh, talks so much shit because of, of the amount of weed baseball he plays. He's still actually, we did play one time, and he's still actually really good at it. You want to talk about dingers, he's hitting them second deck every time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and I just I just want to say this. Uh, there was this one game mode, uh, like in the training mode. Uh, oh, where, yes. And, and the mini games. The, the mini games, yeah. Uh, where uh, one of the bowling things was like, you had like a, like if you, once you got like, the last stage, it was like a, 100 pins, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, was always good. a lot of fun. My sister was good at that. She was always good at the bowling games on that for whatever. She's also good at the. You ever play the uh, the tennis target where there's like a target on the wall and every time you hit it, shit, yeah, man, that's hard. Yeah, she was. She's really good at that. Yeah, that's kind of strange. It, yeah, it, it's very funny too because like I feel like just a lot of games like classic games like had some sort of like bowling uh, like mini game with it. Like fucking Spider Man for the for the PS2 had a bowling theme. <laughs> or not a bowling team, a bowling mini game where like the pins were like thugs that were like webbed up, like you had to like s- like swing into them and try to <laughs> knock over as many as you could. <laughs> I-, I will say, like I, I don't know, uh, Nintendo was always a very uh, you know all the all the consoles Nintendo always put out. I always really like. I, I don't have my I don't have a Switch, but um, you know friends and stuff i have it's very fun so I, w- I will say i do have a nintendo switch i got it for uh rachel may for her birthday um great buy you know i do not yeah. regret that <laughs> yeah that's good it's yeah, on my she... list eventually yeah but she, switch she is doing takes, a good thing yeah she takes it home and plays with her sister all the time and they really like um i've i think i mentioned this not too long ago there's a really popular game on there called overcooked uh, yeah, oh, that game's for the Xbox. I want. I think. I. I hope you guys. I. I gotta make sure I got it. But I wanted us all to get it. Yeah, uh, it. It works uh, really well on on the Switch though. Um, yeah. So it, it. It's. I don't know. It just seems more. Uh, you know, more free form and like it, it's like you yeah. know you could take the Switch off and go play when you're at work. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's something good. Like for air, especially for someone who like travels a lot. I'm sure it's amazing to like, go on an airplane and everything else. Um, but I they're doing really good with their releases. I actually haven't taken it with me on a plane yet, but I've I've I've, I've really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised like, when you flew that when you flew up here, you didn't bring that with you. Uh, yeah, I really should have, but uh, I I also well, it's also like I don't want to take you know something that belongs to Rachel May because I got it for yeah, true. Her, her I got it for Christmas for her. True. Um, true. So yeah, all right, let's go ahead and move on, boys. <laughs> you say, you say that as Bobby's using his girlfriend's mic. <laughs> 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 I, well, listen, man. Listen, this is dedication, man. This is dedication. Uh-huh. Shut up. Um, we're actually gonna wrap up the show there. We're gonna do some video game talk, but uh, time constraints uh, have kind of prohibited that. Uh, we are gonna end the show though with, as always, Zach's track of the week. So, Zach, I'll help with that. Um, this week's track of the week is "Crazy Colors" by Larry League. Just came out today. Um, Larry League is a three-piece group, rap group in Atlanta, out of Atlanta. They've been around since, like, 2015, 2016, but they've really, like, started coming up recently. Not even recently, honestly. Like, 2016, 17 was their biggest years, but they're still kind of underground, up and coming. Like, their music's really good. They make trap music. If you like Atlanta trap music, you'll like it. Crazy uh, Colors by Larry League. Do they do do concerts uh, in Atlanta pretty frequently? Um, they're like not that big yet, so they're kind of still doing local shows and stuff. Like, <laughs> are you listening to an opera in the background? What the hell was that? <laughs> oh no, sorry, that's uh, I'm sorry, that's Kingdom Hearts. I had that running in the background. <laughs> Dude, we need, 
you know, we, we need to build a, a studio and just foolproof it, like soundproof it. It needs to be so like a no, two-foot cube. Like, yeah, so... <laughs> and we gotta fucking, like, soundproof his fucking mouse. I didn't, I didn't oh think like, so. I didn't, like, the equivalent of, like, a two-by-two two house in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know, I, didn't, I didn't know you guys could hear my Xbox. When we no, told you that, that your mic picks up everything, it picks up everything. That, that was the first time I heard it, but um, anyway, we'll uh, wrap up the show there. Um, I think another good episode, um, and uh, we will, like I said, I said this at the beginning, we will, um, the, the podcast is going to come out after the Super Bowl, so, um, but we gave our Super Bowl predictions on the last podcast, we gave our little, uh, Bets and stuff uh, on this podcast, but it'll come out after. Also, that is a dangerous game we played because I dabbled in it uh, in real life and actually put some bets down. So, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm losing my mind. Uh, you know, got to go with the yellow Gatorade color. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, also, uh, I will say um, we will probably not be recording next week because I will be down in Georgia and uh, we'll probably have no time. Um, so yeah, just heads up there. Um, but anyway, uh, we will, uh, wrap up the show by saying, uh, if you want to follow us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Comeplay network. Um, if you are watching on YouTube and you like the video, give it a like subscribe if you enjoyed, uh, and have enjoyed our episodes and we, we will see you next week for episode. What is this? I don't even know. What, 20. Fucking, We're gonna episode be 20. Let's go. Uh, and we will see next week or the week after, maybe. We don't know. We'll let you know. We don't know. Uh, we will see you All next right. time for episode And 20. if you didn't like the episode, don't leave a like, you cunts. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, guys. Peace. Peace.